welcome to your self-love sanctuary. Sessions to bring you home wherever you are. This podcast is best listened to in a cozy environment. Relax, unwind, and listen in. This is your time to just be. Hello and welcome back to Self Love and Sanctuary. I hope you had a lovely week. I hope you're feeling very well. And I'm coming to you today feeling very content, very connected. I woke up at my sister's beach house and it literally overlooks my favorite place, the place where the water splashes against the rocks. I've mentioned this place before. It's a place I love to go to, to ground. So I woke up there. I had my coffee, my journal, and I just connected with myself and thought about what episode do I want to bring to my listeners today? And what kept coming to me was simply the fact that home is not external, but it's internal. And the point that wherever we find ourselves, wherever home is at the moment physically, a good way to get that internal connection is to have an awareness of what brings comfort and what feels true and to infuse our home with that wherever we are and I really think it's pretty special that the higher power seems to always have a hand in these episodes I love doing these intuitively I don't really come with a big script I seem to always get that confirmation from the higher power. And today, the confirmation was, as I arrived at the studio, I decided to take the book I had in my bag out to see if I could find a quote or something. I had a bookmark in there. I hadn't touched the book the whole time I was away. And the bookmark happened to be on page 75, and it says come home to yourself so that is literally the page that was bookmarked from whenever I had this book so I'd love to start with reading that to you so these are the words of Rebecca Campbell and she starts with this Maya Angelou quote and I really do see myself in all of these words and I hope that you do too I hope you see yourself as well and that you resonate with that Come home to yourself. The ache for home lives in all of us. The safe place where we can go as we are and not be questioned. And that's Maya Angelou. We spend our lives searching only to discover that it was inside us all along. I'm a perpetual traveler a searcher, always looking for ways to grow, learn, ponder, and understand. The undercurrent of all of my days on this planet has been filled with searching, 
searching for that feeling of truly being at home without even really knowing what I was searching for. I moved continents, countries, cities, and houses. My heart has been touched by exquisite souls from many cultures, and my lungs filled up with the most breathtaking views. My spirit has flown with adventure, and my mouth has dropped open in awe. Still, despite all of these remarkable experiences, I always felt as though something was missing. That I was unable, quite perfectly, to find that place or that person who would bring me that feeling of home. Until I realized that the place was not physical, and while enhanced and made warmer by other people, it wasn't actually about anyone else in the least. It had nothing to do with bricks and mortar. It had nothing to do with beaches, mountains, forests, or skyscrapers. Like all things that truly matter, what I was searching for was within. Home is wherever I'm with me. If you've been spending your life searching for your true home, know that it has been inside of you all along. Affirmation, I am home. Pretty beautiful. So if you have felt the feeling of being home with yourself, you know what I mean. And if you haven't, I invite you to my self-love workshop that I have on January 29th is by donation. And that's where we will be talking about what I mean by a home, which is connection to our soul. So diving into a deeper connection of what is real in that hour and a half session. So if you're interested. Now, our connection to home in the physical sense. I do believe the design of home starts with an understanding of what comforts us and what we need. So in my last episode, I was talking about how my words for this year, like as a desire map facilitator, I said, you know, most years my core desired feeling is beauty and sanctuary and adventure and connection, and those are my words. But I was like, this year it's so much deeper. This year it's about what is truly real. And that is home. That is the essence. What is truly real is who you truly are. But then I got thinking again too, and I was like, don't discount your core desired feelings because your core desired feelings are evident in your connection to who you are, to your home, wherever home is, Stephanie. So that's words to Stephanie, my inner dialogue, and I'm sharing that with you. I'll give you an example of that. I've had not many homes, but a few homes. I am somebody who I don't love change when it comes to home. 
I lived in the same, like I bought my home in my early 20s and I made it my sanctuary and uh, I loved it there. It had beautiful, mature trees in the yard. It was set back from the road. It was a older home, so the character was gorgeous and I really, really loved it. It was a very intentional space and it was always the place where I connected with myself and my life and I always felt major comfort there. And then me and my previous partner, we ended up getting a beautiful place in the country and really designed it in a way that felt like very intentional. Like Finally, I got that beautiful deep soaker tub that I always wanted and we had a cedar ceiling in the bathroom and onyx cut floor tiles. It was so nice, so nice. And then I found myself just connecting a little deeper to my true home, which is who I am and what I need and my truth. And then I found myself leaving that. Not that it was easy, it wasn't. And I left and I ended up heading into a cabin for a few months. In that cabin, I made it as homey as I could. I connected with my core desired feelings of sanctuary and beauty and connection. And I did that by making my little one room cabin my little sanctuary. It was my place of healing. It was my place of rest and just figuring things out. So that's what I did. I ended up taking all of the items that they had in the cabin already and I put them in a in a storage box and I brought in my own items that brought comfort to me because that's important to me. May not be important to you, but to me it is. And I'm going to list all of the things that I did and get your notepad out and maybe you'll find some ideas that you can bring into your own bedroom if you are also going through this healing and a deeper connection to your true home, to your true self. So some of the things that I brought was I brought my own beautiful comfy duvet I'm all about a nice quality duvet cover I brought my own pillows with my silk pillowcase my yoga bolster great for reading in bed to prop yourself up I brought a few candles that I purchased for this time I chose certain scents that I would always remember this special time in my life and uh it was lavender and honey. That was my favorite one. And I brought a few beeswax candles as well. All of my candles are made with pure ingredients. That's very important. I brought my fluffy robe. My Sony speaker. I brought a modern vase for flowers that contrasted the rustic wooden walls of the cabin. I had my lavender eye mask for meditation. I had selenite. I slept with selenite every night and I still do. Not sure why, I guess. 
when you get the feeling to do something, you just do it. Selenite is very cleansing, and so I guess that might be why. I had my headphones for those nights where I was doing guided meditations or listening to binaural beats. I had purchased a silver tray from a vintage shop to carry my meals from the kitchen to the cabin. We had homemade vegetarian soups and things like that for our stay and like simple foods like apples and cheeses and carrots and like all kinds of veggie sticks and stuff. So the place was literally set up as more of a you know, weekend retreat place, but I ended up staying there for a few months, so it was a great thing to do. I brought my coffee bodum, coffee, of course. There was a kettle, and I purchased two white mugs so that if I'd ever have a guest, I'd always have something ready. I had my oracle cards, many of them. I would light incense every morning as I would do my oracle card reading journal many books too many books and I had a lot of self-care items including body oils and face wash that smelt delicious and felt delicious and my vitamins my green juice my Karen phytoplankton all of the things that took care of my physical health as well. And then beyond that, in that little cabin, the only other things I really needed were items to enjoy the trails and land. And I also had rain boots, rain jacket, hiking boots. It poured rain for days when I first arrived there and it was like an energetic release so it was just a beautiful time but in that in spending time in that cabin where all of the trails lead back to the center I found that I found my center as well and I found that all of the style at home magazines I used to read and all of the care I used to put into what the latest design trends were and I mean I have this beautiful talent and love for design but I really saw a lot of that fall away I suddenly was totally cool with not having my own house because I really did connect with the fact that home is internal and when you're clear on how you can set your home up wherever you are in a way that you touch with that internal truth there's a lot of clarity there so for you in your life I would like to just give you a few examples of how you can honor yourself to enhance your well-being to enhance what is meaningful to create that calming environment where you can do those beautiful rituals and routines and where it's set up in a way that it's not hard, it's not a big to-do. It's more of a lifestyle. I'm first going to ask you a few questions of what does home feel like to you? 
Do you connect with the space you're in right now? Does it feel like who your true self is, your true soul is? What is most important to you in creating home? What feeling? Let's go with a feeling word. So for me, as I said earlier, beauty and sanctuary. So like that sacred container of just a place of sanctuary, a place where I feel calm, comfort to make rest a high priority in my life, ease so that I can do the things that I love to do and not feel like it's always hard. Ease is so important and it is energetic. And higher self, connection with my higher self. So what is real, true, and big, bigger than this world, a connection to my higher self. These are all things that are important to me in my home. And full disclosure, my home right now is I'm staying with my parents. I have a bedroom and an office. So I've always loved having my own home. And so this experience of not having my own home definitely gives me perspective of how it feels to share space with others. And I'm also very grateful. And when we share our space with others, whether it be like family members or friends or roommates, I think it's extra important to honor what we need to create maybe a boundary of how you give your resource of time away and also to if it is alone time that you do need to create little nooks where you can enjoy a little quietude so let me share a little bit of how i've set up my temporary life to honor my internal home because my internal home, like I said, is not really about the exterior. It's how I feel inside, right? It's what's important to me. But then your environment does play a role in the setup, in the foundation of it all. So I will say, I do live in a basement and when I wanna feel cooler about it, I say, I live in a cave. <laughs> But no, the basement's great. I'm going to go into the details of my bedroom and my little office down there. There are two separate rooms. And there is quite a bit of repeat from all of the things I had at La Solitude at the cabin. So I'm not going to go into too much detail, but I do want to paint a little bit of a picture for you. And I do hope that if you also need what I need, that you'll gain a little inspiration and that maybe you'll make those little tweaks in your external home to honor your internal homes. Let's start with the bedroom. I've made it my little cocoon. I, I love to say cocoon because I really still feel that I am in this 
phase before something bigger. Like I'm still in that rest period. I'm still in that time of figuring things out, letting things settle, still peeling layers, uncovering what is true. It's just like layer after layer after layer. I've been a workaholic my whole life, so to have this time as well, it's really beautiful. At first I thought I really needed to rush into something, but I'm really enjoying that time of listening, of gentle listening and honoring. So yes, cannot be any more grateful for this little cocoon of a bedroom that I've created for myself. So let me paint you a picture. It's white walls, white closet door, a little window at the very top. And I've brought in my favorite color, which is literally just beiges and creams, whites. I love just the neutral. To me, it's very gentle. And I love bringing in little accents of color for contrast. So accents like black or gray. And then you can't have a cocoon without an amazing bed. So comfortable bedding, lots of pillows. Think of a heavenly hotel bed, how good it feels to just fall into that. It's like a cloud, create that for you. So nice to have a bed that has the high quality linens and the beautiful duvet and all of those pillows. A nice soft rug underfoot that's very cozy ambient lighting so most bedrooms have that bright light on the ceiling i love bringing in lamps and candles and with the lamps putting a nice low wattage bulb in so that is just soft and gentle and then there's the two colors of bulbs like the bright white and then the gold I love the gold because it's just so much more soothing. I love having a place for everything. That also helps with the cocoon because everything's easy. Everything's organized. It's so much easier that way to live an intentional life when everything is in its place and you you have what you love and need around and then beyond that I love a little bit of decor but my decor is objects that are meaningful so I'm talking artwork that speaks to where I'm going what is meaningful to me I have that flower bouquet that I mentioned a few episodes back that I picked for myself on my self-love journey. I picked it for myself on Beaumont Road, my favorite place. I have that on my dresser. I have candles. I have a station set up for my self-love rituals. So every night before bed, I love to wind down gently. I have a beautiful marble tray and all of my lotions and potions are all on it so everything's easy and my self-care products have become art nice glass jars with wooden lids that have my fancy epsom salts with rose petals in them celebrating my feminine nature and that 
luxurious lifestyle that I truly do cherish and love that is totally me. Before I move into my office portion, I just want to mention that it doesn't matter where we are, but we have the opportunity to create where we belong. And oftentimes it's not about bringing a lot of stuff in. It's not about spending money. It's more about taking and removing all of that stuff that doesn't resonate anymore. You don't have to keep it just because you loved it at one time. So I invite you, if you're home, take a look around. What in my space really is just taking up real estate and I don't resonate with it anymore. Like you deserve to live in a place of intention wherever you are. Ask yourself, what is your truth? What is important to you? And then go from there. Take away what's not working and maybe make a list of things that are. And then a list of things that you would love to work towards that you could bring in gently. You know, you don't have to do this all at once, but maybe you want to get all beautiful new towels that are extra soft and neutral instead of all of your mismatched ones. I don't know, like all of these little details do create the whole. And if home is set up with our authentic truth as its foundation, there's just way more room for what we want to do with our precious time. And there's also way less striving and wanting more when you do align with your truth. It's like you don't need anything when you align with your truth. Next, I'm going to move into my other room, which is the office. Very small room as well. Um, white walls, one little window. And it's very important to me to have a very high vibrational office. So my favorite item in that whole office is my selenite lamp. So it has this beautiful glow. It cleanses the space and you really feel the glow of the lamp. So I always have that on in there and I love it. I have, again, a space set up for my self-love routine. So I've really taken a, a priority in my relationship with myself. You guys know this by now. I've talked about this quite a bit in previous episodes. There's no more excuses for me anymore to not stretch, to not do yoga, to not do meditation. Like, there's no excuse. I know what I need. So I've set up my area to encourage that. So I always have my yoga mat ready. It's always stretched out waiting for me. I have my beautiful tall wooden pillar candles. I have really big tall mirrors all along that yoga mat. I have a place that I pull my oracle cards. I have my desk and it's cleared off and ready to create. So not a lot of excess stuff there. A rocking chair. I've always loved listening to music 
and rocking at the same time. It's been a thing since childhood. So I have this rocking chair. It's like a, it's beautiful curved arms and it's upholstered. I actually received it from my grandfather before he passed. He said, Stephanie, I see you having that rocking chair. Do you want it when I go? And I was like, absolutely. I love having it down there for that beautiful time with my soul of sitting and rocking and listening to music. My desk chair is actually a futon with lots of pillows. My art above my futon is literally my hula hoop. I posted about that on Instagram. You can go and take a peek at it. That's high vibe for me. My bookshelf is full of meaningful books that inspire me, that I use and love. A lot of things that I research with in there. And I also have a little keyboard. I think it's 88 keys. I should know how many keys are on a piano. <laughs> and above the keyboard, I've created art out of post-it notes. So I have this heart-shaped mirror that I can see as a reminder of self-love. And then I have a bunch of words and beautiful writing of how I want to feel. So things like turned on, electric, happy, content, all of these beautiful feeling words, all just pasted up there. And then I also have post-it notes of ideas that I'll eventually get to with my business, I do hope. Like I said, I put a lot of pressure on myself at first and now I'm like, you know what? The cocoon phase of allowing and trusting that the messages are coming in and I know they are. So I'm really taking all of these ideas and brewing on them and doing so in a way that feels good in my own little sacred space. Okay, I think I mentioned all of the things to mention in my little office and bedroom. I probably forgot many things, but I think the, the big message here is that when we align with what is important to our soul, when we get rid of everything that is not important, and we let ourselves speak, we can feel at home anywhere. And believe me, I look forward, I so look forward to having my own actual home someday with my own yard and like hopefully by summer because I love gardening. I can be happy wherever I am and that's such a beautiful message to understand. I loved having my home so much that I literally created this membership last year where room by room I helped my clients create a sanctuary in their homes and they got beautiful results from it and I loved creating it it was amazing so for me to go from that to not having my own home it was kind of my ego didn't really like it but now that I'm through it I'm like my soul really likes it because I see that Oh, I'm so much more than just my home, but I still know that my home is important. Before we go, I would love to read a page 
that I wrote in my journal the other day, and it's by Jaya John. He's written so many beautiful poetry books. This poem is from his poetry book called Fragrance After Rain. Oh, that page turn. And don't you love being read to? I know I do. So this is called She Wanted Peace by Jaya John. She wanted peace. So she played beautiful music, painted beautiful expressions, smiled more. She stopped multitasking, but not enough. She bought more clothing, read spiritual books, spoke spiritual words, not enough. She changed her relationships, attended classes, cut her hair, improved her diet, attended worship, found a new job, traveled, came back, all of it, not enough. Then one day she looked inside of herself, the place she had run from all of her life. And she found two truths. The concentrated ego of suffering and fear and the simmering ember of peace. Realizing that peace was already a seed inside of her, she decided to try something new. She decided to love more, herself, others, all things. In every moment, she opened, the ocean inside came out. The ocean outside came in, and she dissolved in two oceans. She became immeasurable lightness. She found peace. Love is the sunlight that awakens the seed of peace. And that's really what we're all after, isn't it? Peace. Peace is home. So wherever you are, whoever you're with, 
How can you prioritize your peace? It's a good question to ask as I shuffle this deck. How can you find peace? Or ask yourself another question, whatever you need right now. Always remember you're worthy. You are worthy to live a life that feels like home, to live a life that feels like peace. I love it when a card just literally pops out and this one did it fell on my lap you might have heard it so our card today again it's from the wild unknown archetype deck that I love and the card is called the bridge Let me paint the picture of the card for you. So it looks like water on the bottom of the card and lots of beautiful colors in the water. So it's like blues and greens and pinks and yellows. A little bit of orange and green in there too. And then above it, it's literally like a nighttime sky. It's all black and it has two different people with their hand extended. So from the left side of the card, there's a hand, there's a rainbow bridge in between, and then there's on the right side, another hand. The bridge, the connection, the link, the gate. Bridges are built to connect two worlds. They create flow, allowing us to travel between realms, ideologies, and personalities. This archetype is the gesture of acceptance, of saying yes rather than withdrawing, separating, and saying no. When we cross a bridge to an unknown land, we are led magically into a new reality. We open up to otherness. Healing and communication are made possible. We enter a state of curiosity, wonder, and learning. The shaman, for example, creates the bridge between the everyday world and the sacred. This card asks us to study the connections between the seemingly disconnected parts of our life. Relationships, ideologies, histories. And remember that a bridge cannot be forced. It must be made with love or its structure will not withstand the inevitable weather of life. 
when light, feelings of acceptance, magic, and communication, and when in the dark, lacking boundaries and forcing connection. Imagine building a bridge, then imagine building a wall. Which energy is needed for the situation at hand? Which image softens and heals the heart? I'd like to take this card a little deeper. It says, lie on the floor and listen to Bridge Over Troubled Water. Notice the ease and the acceptance within the melody, the feeling of rising above the muck. Thank you so much for being here with me. I've received a few messages from you guys, and it really means so much to me that you are finding healing in my words, that you're finding healing in the healing I went through. Many of you kindly reached out to me and mentioned that you were grateful that I shared authentically about a little bit of the darkness I'd been going through this summer and just being raw and real. And I want to tell you, raw and real is the way to go. It is the way to go. There's no other way but to be true and to accept ourselves, flaws and all. So I will continue to be real. But I really appreciate hearing from you and I love knowing that you're listening. And then if you could take it a step further, I ask if you could possibly take a little time out of your day at your convenience and leave me a rating on whatever platform you're listening. Because it really does help this show. It helps it get into the ears of other people who need it, the other like-minded souls. So I thank you so much for being here again. And I can't wait to talk to you next week. Have fun creating home that feels like your true home. Love you guys. Bye.